What's up? What's up? What's up? Good evening. Late. Well, fuck that. That's a lie. It's not evening. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. It's 1.37 a.m. Monday morning, um, July 18th. I'm fucking tipsy, drunk-ish as shit. Um, I'm doing an episode today, and man, let me tell you. It's fucking crazy. I'm smoking a cigarette right now. I wanna I wanna address something to the family out there. All families out there. Hold up. Let me turn this down. I I, I wanna I, I really want to address something that is agitating my spirit. What I'm talking about is I recently had a discussion with a family member and One of the things that we discussed was it was a hypothetical conversation, of course, about whether or not how I would handle being a quote unquote off the cup father, if you will. And my solution to the scenario was. If the woman didn't bother to tell me that she was pregnant and then comes to me with an already born child, then what needs to happen is one of two things. Clearly, you're coming to me for some kind of assistance with this child. So either I'm going to take the fucking kid and raise it on my own. Or you're going to have some kind of relationship with me that we both raise the child as a family. Because a broken family does it raise a child correctly? And I'm not saying that it works 100% of the time because, you know, you got fucking mass shooters and shit out there. So, no. But, let's just say more than 7 out of 10 times, that's more than half, you have a better chance of success and mental emotional stability being raised by both parents and both parents having an understanding of we go through what the fuck we go through for you together as a unit. But I was met with some sincere backlash on that. And I said, that is the only two options you get. If I'm unmarried... 
then you need to marry me. We need to be husband and wife and we need to raise this kid. Or I, I, I do it on my own. Because apparently you can't. If you're coming to me and telling me this shit. Talking, you know, talking about child support and whatnot. Like I said, this is a hypothetical. This ain't real. You know. But it, it really dawned on me the brokenness of the person that I was talking to. Because I'm like, how can you really fight that? I get that your individual situation was fucked up. Yes, it was fucked up. But that's not all men. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to keep it real. I fucked my share of women, some without a condom, you know. And if one of these women come come around here and tell me, hey, listen, for the past some odd months or some odd amount of time, this has been your child, you know, I can't do this on my own no more. Then, yeah, we got to fucking dish it out. We got to take care of it. But like I said, once again, this is a fucking hypothetical. Like I said, I'm smoking a cigarette right now at almost two o'clock in the morning. Having myself what my third dosakis after <clears throat> three rum and cokes. <clears throat> I need to go buy more rum. I'll do that shit on the weekend on Friday. That's a good day to go buy rum. I got enough beer to last me. <laughs> Rest of the week, I think I got about nine left out of a 12-pack. You know, and to just kind of sit there and, and argue a person down on that situation is kind of is kind of crazy. It's like when you present someone with factual data, data, rather, like, and they just like, oh, it's just bullshit talking points by, by Kevin Samuels. And I'm like, how the fuck is this bullshit talking points by some person whom I didn't even know existed until a year ago, who is now unfortunately already passed on. These are not just his talking points. I was talking about this shit when I was a fucking child. Like, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Why are black women so fucking mean? Why are they so goddamn angry all the fucking time? Why are they so untenable? What is the problem with a black woman working out and looking more attractive? Who the fuck said cellulite was sexy? Who the fuck said cellulite was sexy? Because I'm telling you right now, Cameron, her black ass, juicy, wonderful black pussy tasted like gold and chocolate, didn't have no motherfucking cellulite. Karen, her white ass, white, delicious, juicy, wonderful pussy, her fat ass didn't have no fucking cellulite. That was a tall bitch, too. Karen was a tall fucking bitch. 
Karen, Karen was like 5'11", some shit, almost six feet tall. But God damn, because she suck a dick. She took it at all them holes, dude. She said, fuck me in my asshole. Take my shit. Take me. Oh, fuck yeah. Shit. That was a great time. Ain't nothing like some good white booty. I don't get me wrong, though. Cameron, uh, Cameron though, she fucked. She fucked good. She, that was a good fuck. Uh, but neither one of us would fucking commit because I wouldn't deal with the shit. She was black. She had that. She's from Long Beach. She had that nigga. She had that niggatality. You know, she was smart and shit, but she was hella quiet. And then, like, once you got the newer, then, then you know, then the black would come out, and you'd be like, "Oh fuck, okay, I'm, I'm not about to put up with this shit." Like, I get that there is a percentage of men, but it's not the majority of men that find obese women sexually attractive and it's like how can people be offended by what the fuck is it it, it just is what it is and in a society that is praising self-destructive self-loathing behavior what the fuck are us normal like people supposed to think? And I know this is a this is a stretch and a third coming from a motherfucker that's about to get married to, you know, his drag queen fiance in 10 fucking days. I'm nervous as shit about that one. I've been waiting for this for three fucking years and I'm hella nervous, but I'm ready. Let's do it. Let's do this shit. But I'm like, dude, what the fuck are y'all thinking about? Like, excuse me. Like I said, I'm sitting here drinking and smoking. Honestly, I'm starting to feel like I'm a little fucking crazy at this point. And it's like you can't keep passing fucking judgment. You know, I can acknowledge that I've fucked up and like I just I know that I I'm a, I'm inherently a dick like just a fucking i'm fucking i'm an i'm inherently like an asshole just like without any influence i was just a fucking asshole i was just mean but as i grew into the man that i have become today certain things i've learned are just not worth the emotional input. And one of the things that's just not worth the emotional input 
is to try to convince other people over and over and over and over and over again when I know I'm so fucking wrong. There's no point in trying to convince after like the 35th umpteenth goddamn time. So I get to this place of like, okay, you know what? If you're not getting it, maybe I'm not explaining it right. Or maybe I could be wrong. That's accountability. And then I try to figure it out. I don't want to just consistently beat you over the fucking head with the same goddamn thing over and over and over and over and over again. And you can't do that to people in conversation. You can't communicate by beating them over the head with what the fuck they already know. Especially like the best case in point was earlier during the conversation I was having with this person. She told me it's not it's not truth. It's just your truth. And I'm like, it's not just my truth. It's the conclusive study. Just like if you don't breathe for three minutes, you can die from oxygen deprivation. If you don't drink water for over three days, you can die from dehydration or dihydrogen monoxide poisoning. Lack of dihydrogen monoxide in your body, a.k.a. hydrogen, oxygen, water. You die without water. Three weeks, you die without nutrients such as meat, grains, fibers. You die without food. These are conclusive facts If you try to breathe oxygen in the ocean, you will drown. These are conclusive facts. When mating, men typically seek out women who have the who are more likely to have more children based on their body composition. That is a Basic, that's a fucking science fact and a third. You can't get no more science fact than that. No, that's just Kevin Samuel's talking points. That's not my reality. That's just some made up bullshit. Made up by whom? Half the people who do fucking modeling are not over 280 fucking pound women. They're not. They're not. And besides, who the fuck really wants to put up with someone that's 300 fucking pounds and a bad goddamn attitude? What are you really getting out of it? A fuck? I mean, come on. At this point, are you really fucking the pussy or are you just fucking a flap? Shit, cut the lights out. Just make sure her ass ain't hairy. Because then at that point, you may not even be fucking her. You may not even be touching her at all. Especially if that shit... Oh, yeah. Yeah, touch my hairy pussy. Bitch, why the fuck you sound like you clear across the goddamn room? 
Mm-hmm. It's gonna be like that mystique wannabe motherfucker from the from the boys. She gonna have your ass tied the fuck up. She gonna blindfold you. Shit, and then you're gonna get on top. And then it's just gonna be a fucking hairy ass, just a just a just a big old burly butch motherfucking dude. The fuck? You don't get the fuck out of here with that shit. Please. So I gave up on women. I said fuck this shit. I went and got me a white boy. But I, you know, you can't you can't have conversations with people like that. You just can't. You that's not communication. It it really isn't. It's aggravation. Anyway, that's pretty much all I got to say about that shit for now. I still got a little bit of beer left. And, um, and a whole ass fucking bowl of weed. I didn't put any moon rock in this bowl. I always, I, 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 lately I've been putting a lot of moon rocks in my bowl. I've been putting a lot of, I've been putting a lot of regolith in the weed. I've been putting a lot of regolith in the weed. Oh, I'm putting in that regolith, and I'm putting in that regolith. Oh, I'm toking up that regolith in that weed, in that weed. For you, for you, for you fucking brainiac physicist out there, uh, regolith is moon rock, I think. Let me, let me, let me get this right. I could, I could be well fucking wrong. Hey, Google, define regolith. Here's the definition of regolith. The layer of unconsolidated rocky material covering bedrock. Okay, well, um, I was close. I was very close. I guess it's called lunar regolith then. Moon dust. According to the New Yorker, lunar dust is fine, like a powder, but it cuts like glass. It's formed when meteoroids crash on the moon's surface, heating and pulverizing rocks and dirt, which contain silica and metals such as iron. I think the big old I think the moon is a big old fucking frozen lava bomb. Like because if it contains silica and iron which is a lot of some of the same shit that's like in 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 well the earth it would it would stand to be that it's just a big ass fucking hollow it could be a fucking geode in there just like a big ass crystalline structure all the way around the inside of the fucking moon that sound that 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 sounds pretty fucking dope actually. Because based on simple shit like this, you know, fine powder, silicate, 
metal and and irons i mean shit like that typically under immense pressures like a planetoid or a fucking moon i would expect to cause um some kind of crystalline crystalline structures to form on the interior of the moon i'm sure that there is some kind of um some kind of um son uh sonographic uh frequencies that you can kind of maybe radiate through the moon or whatever or something like that um and and possibly get a what what is that shit called that they do um is it lidar i think it is or it not infrared i think it is maybe it's radar maybe no it's not radar i think it's laser infrarometer detected detector introscope radio whatever the fuck some kind of i think it's but but i think it's i think i think that's what it is i think it's lidar just like lidar the moon or some shit like what is inside the moon hey google what is inside the moon Well, there's National Geographic is saying that there's possibly water inside the moon. I don't believe that shit. Is a dense metallic core iron and nickel, just like the fucking core of the earth, which would stand that the center of the which would stand that parts of the interior of the moon not the not the direct center but parts of the interior of the moon could in fact be a massive geode structure i mean it seems like a plausibility to me because i i'm looking at it from a standpoint of like this right when when lava cools on earth it cools under the atmospheric pressures of either ground level or the uh like the the ultra compressive pressures of you know the weight of the ocean but in a in a zero gravity field right where you don't have to deal with pressure where just a flame itself becomes a ball of gas that is just on fire a similar similar to a star i mean fuck dude it would stand to chance that the entire core of the moon or, or the lunar sphere, really, could be fucking like a geocrystalline structure. 
I'm thinking about the movie The Core right now this whole fucking time. Just so you know. That was a good fucking movie. A lot of people shit on that movie. The Core was a fucking awesome movie. I really enjoyed that movie. I think I might watch that movie later. That was a good movie. That's really fucking good. I like that. That was a good hit. That wasn't bad. <coughs> that was a good fucking hit. That was a really good toke. Whoa. Yeah, it's like 2 o'clock in the morning. It's 2.02 a.m. You know, the truth is, part of me wanted to just, like, get on the train tonight and just, like, ride out into Hollywood or, like, wherever the fuck and just walk around and kind of be lost in the fucking city. And one of these weekends, I'm going to do that. I am. I'm going to do that. I'm just going to get lost. And I'm going to buy a camera. And I'm just going to be taking night shots. In the shitty. In, in, uh, I'll be taking night, so- night shots in the shitty. Like, what the fuck? Um, I used to do that in the Bay Area. Um, I used to do that in Oakland. Not so much in San Francisco, um, because it's kind of hard to get the shot you want in San Francisco because it's so fucking crowded. It's just so many goddamn people and they're all over the fucking place and they all want to take the same fucking photo you do, but not for the same reason. And you see, there's always there's I'm a weird photographer it, I'm, I don't I don't take a picture of something for the sake of just taking a picture of something like, oh, yeah, we're taking pictures to quote unquote keep memories. No, there is a there is. There's an emotional catalyst to this. It's not even emotional at this point. It's a spiritual catalyst to this. Whatever photo I when I, especially when I used to be like deep heavy into photography, it was actually quite therapeutic for me. And when I did photography, I wasn't depressed. Fuck, man, I should get back into photography. I really should. Just like photography and podcasting should be my life. I love photography. What the fuck? What am I doing? I should go buy a camera and just go do photography. And, and I don't know. There's something about city. I like, I love, I love a combination of like nature and city. That's always really fucking good. 
Um, one of the one of the one of the better combinations in California of nature and city that I've seen um, that's worked really, really, really fucking nicely together was the city of Mountain View. Mountain View. The last time I went, which was a while ago, almost well, almost a decade ago. Uh, it was extremely beautiful, and you know, with my with my with my Android phone, I had I had access to to data. Um, it was free because of Google, which was so fucking awesome. Um, like I don't I don't know how the I still have trouble figuring out how the fuck they did it, but. It's like, dude, that's fucking just, it was so picturesque. It was very beautiful. The, the way the mount, the hills, the way the city set up against the hill and then kind of just worked its way up as a city into the mountains. That's why I love Mountain View. It's a very beautiful fucking city. One of the most beautiful cities, I would say, in the state of California. Personally, for me, aside from, you know, well, I would, I guess you could say Redding. Yeah, Redding is up there too, with me. Um, yeah, I really, I have mad respect for Mountain View. They did some, ama- that, one, one, take, take it, take, take, take this for a grain of salt. Because this was this was ten fucking years ago, ten, eleven, almost thirteen years ago, for that fucking matter. It could all have gone to shit by this point, you know. I mean, look, look at Los Angeles. So, it's always possible. I loved fucking Mountain View, man. I I would have I would have, but it's too fucking expensive. It's all too outpriced, outsourced, you know. Here's another thing. If you're convinced that somebody hates somebody, don't tell them that they hate. Don't don't tell them that what the fuck you're convinced of, what you're convinced of unless they've just said it outright. If if a motherfucker says outright, "I hate you. I fucking hate you. I I don't hate the things you do. I hate you as a person." That's different. But if you keep saying that, if you keep saying that someone hates you as a person to the person whom you think hates you, who really fucking doesn't, then they just start to hate themselves because they're like, I didn't think that I was a hateful person. How? How can I be a hateful person? I guess I'm a hateful person. The first person I should start hating is myself. Then I can hate everybody else equally. Stop convincing me. Look, I, people like to project their own fucking shit. Here's something that you can do to prevent that. Accept it. And work at changing it every single day. Some days, it ain't gonna fucking work. Other days, it might. But some, but, 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 it, it ain't gonna work every fucking day. It's not. But at least you can say you tried. And if you slip up, you slip up and you explain, hey, I just had a slip up today. 
I'm sorry. I'm really not upset with you guys. I'm just dealing with my own shit in my head. You know, I'm just trying to figure my shit out. But you got to let people get to that point. You can't keep fucking digging in and digging in and digging in and digging in into motherfuckers. And, and digging into people in a manner that's just not productive. Especially in a way of like telling them that they're a hateful person. What the fuck? How does that help? How does telling someone that they are a hateful person help deal with them being a hateful person? I get if it's a racist. If if it's a racist, no, I don't. You can't help a racist. They're just stupid. Hey. I'm sorry. I'm sitting here listening to I'm sit I was listen I was over here listening to um Justin Timberlake. I'm sorry. I'm a got I got to fuck this up again. But don't convince people. Don't 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 do that. Don't convince yourself that somebody hates you when they really don't. And they're just going through their own shit. Maybe they hate themselves. And they ain't trying to hate you. Hey. Cuz it's Monday. Fuck it. Back to life. Back to reality back to life back to reality mm. mm-hmm. however do you want me However do you need me? However do you want me? However do you need me? Bump, 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 bump. Bump, bump. Hey. Back to life. Back to the present time. Back from a fantasy. Yeah. Back. God damn it. I fuck up the lyrics every single time. Until you're ready. However do you want me? Hey. However do you need me? Hey. Do you want me? Hey. However do you... Let me stop. No. On to the next song. What's the next track? God damn it. The whole thing is switched up. Oh well. I'm out of beer. Not really. If I went to the garage, I could grab another beer. But I'm not drinking another beer. I've had three already. I don't need a fourth one. I think I might puke after a fourth one. Because I've already had two uh, strong drinks. 
let's see here. I'm also smoking pot too. So it's I'm starting to get e- it's starting to get easier to let this shit go. At this point. No, I mean seriously. I, I I've started to forget more than half the conversation and I'm not even upset about it anymore. I was and I was going over it, talking to myself about it over and over and over and over and over again. And then I started listening to Money World uh, by Lunez and and I was and and they had a little clip of of Kevin Samuels up there playing. And it just it was just kind of fucking me up. It was fucking me up. Okay, and I got a lot going on. Unfortunately, uh, Jesus. Shit. Like, I'm drinking, so it should be easier to um, to bury this this emotion, especially for my best friend. Oh, Jesus, Nathan. Fuck. Nathan, man, come on. I need you to get better, bro. I need you to get better, bro. I know, dude, you've been through a lot of shit, dude. And, and like, we, we did this show together. I mean, fuck, dude, I, I I came out there for you, bro. I came out there for you, man. I need you to get better, bro. Show be damned, bro. If we don't do another, if we just don't, if we just don't do another fucking episode, man, fucking get your head together, please. When, 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 when Eric told me, bro, that you had fucking dementia and you couldn't finish a fucking sentence... Like, I fucking broke down and cried for my friend, man. And I'm goddamn near sick to my stomach trying to hold this shit in right now. You're my friend, man. You're fucking family, bro. Come on, dude. Get through this shit. Put that fucking shit down. Put that pipe down. Get on that fucking computer, man, where you belong. God damn it, don't let these people tell you that you're so fucked up that you'll never accomplish anything. That you're only good for being in the goddamn system, Nathan. Because you're not, dude. Your fucking brilliance will save the world, dude. But you got to put that shit down. You got to put them pills away, bro. Fuck them pills. Them shit ain't doing nothing. That's that fake ass pharma pharmaceutical shit. Keeping your ass locked down, going crazier and fucking crazier. That's why this shit ain't helping you. Let it go. You let me tell you something, man. I'm a, I'm a, I'm going to get metaphysical on your ass for a minute, motherfucker. Nigga, you a Pisces. And every Pisces I motherfucking know, except one motherfucker, and I know he ain't a Pisces. He don't even know when his own motherfucking birthday is. Jorge Donhengay. Okay. Your little Salvadorian ass. Now, this motherfucker, your ass don't need no motherfucking drugs, nigga. 
Get off the motherfucking pills. Get off that motherfucking pipe. Put down that motherfucking bottle. Pick up that motherfucking keyboard, Nathan. And you code that shit, dude. You, you, you can, you can code motherfucking salvation for humanity, dude. You can do it. But you got to put that shit down, man. You got to clear your fucking mind. You can't finish a statement because you can't, you can't clear your mind enough. I am just, I feel like I am choking for my friend. It is this, it is the weirdest fucking thing. I'm so connected to this motherfucker that his apparent brain death is killing his friend. How crazy is that shit? That's crazy, dude. That shit's crazy. But, you know, people want to convince you that you're a hateful person. You can't be hateful dying for your friend who can't finish a fucking statement. You can't. You cannot be a hateful person of anything, even people who have grotesquely wronged you. People who have done unspeakable things to you, you could not hate. If you could feel the life force of your friend leaving this planet, leaving this macro existence, if you can feel that, you don't possess the quality for hate. You possess the you you literally possess the quality for something greater and far more dangerous. You possess the quality to love. And if you possess that, oh my god. It you hatred is a force that is destructive. But love Oh my God, you can annihilate the entire universe with it. It's that fucking powerful. You want to talk about destructive? It's hatred is locally destructive. Love can annihilate the universe or it can grow the universe. It only depends on what the love is is for is it for the love of freedom or is it for the love of safety which is fear fear breeds hatred and hatred destroys locally if you love, you can destroy the hatred and create macro. The entire universe is yours to mold to your very will. But you can't do that until you clear your mind. And I know 
that this is coming from a person who's been drinking all fucking uh, half the fucking day and 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 a good portion of the night who's been smoking cigarettes and cannabis all fucking day and all night yeah i know i'm not the most clear-headed person but i know what the fuck i'm talking about i know what i'm talking about i've had a point in time in my life where i've experienced sobriety and i know the power but right now i have no direction in my life i'm just doing things left and fucking right so there's no point in me being fucking sober until i actually have a fucking direction a plan and a purpose I don't know why the fuck I'm telling you people this shit. No one listens. No one gives a fuck. <laughs> yes, I know. Thank you for your goddamn flag. I've been flagged for like 45 minutes. I didn't not not flagged, but I got a the maximum recording time for your segments is 60 minutes. Keep an eye on the clock. In other words, you're doing 45 minutes so far. Here the fuck up and in your show and i'm like man fuck you i'm just getting into this shit like seriously i was i'm i'm really am i'm really am just getting into this shit and i really wish i could just record for longer periods of time but i guess an hour is long enough at this point and i was look i was thinking about closing this thing down anyway at this point you know stop hating all the motherfucking time start loving y'all this is ridiculous Everybody's always looking for safety and not looking for the freedom. God did not give God did not create beings of fear. We don't live in fear. Because when we fear, we hate. We need to love. Enough. Enough with the fearing. Enough with the hatred. And I'm not talking that I'm not talking that save the world bullshit either. I'm not talking that motherfucking kumbaya Hold motherfucking hands. Love thy neighbor bullshit. I'm talking love your motherfucking self. Stop hating yourself all the motherfucking time. Stop searching for a safe fucking space. And understand that the universe itself is a violent, horrifying place. And you must find solace in the beauty that is now and the love that is now because that's all you get you get to live then you die and if you spend all your time in motherfucking fear you spend more than half that time hating everything and everyone Especially people that are important to you. We got to get out of this shit. We got to get out of this fucked up mentality. This me mentality. We got to get out of it. We got to get out of this safety mentality. We got to get out of this motherfucking me mentality. We got to stop thinking about I, I, I and, and, and me, me, me. 
Ooh, I'm scared. I don't want this to happen to me. I don't want that. I, don't, I want it to go. I want it to go perfect. I don't want nothing to go wrong. I don't want nothing to go wrong. I live my life expecting nothing good to happen. I live my life expecting every day. Every day I wake up, I live. I, I live that day expecting a multitude of things to go fucking wrong. And you know what happens? A multitude of things go fucking right. I'm going to leave that with y'all to think about. I expect things to go wrong. Why? Because that's just what happens in the universe. So while you worried about something going wrong, it's going to go wrong any motherfucking way. Why are you fucking tripping about it? Might as well go through it. Get on the other side of it. And be the fuck done with it. Be the fuck done with it. Realize your place in it. And move on from it. That's what we all need to do. And it's all right. It's all love all right that's it that's all i got for y'all black asses because the screen is black not really it's just i got it on dark mode because i don't particularly like to have a bright ass fucking screen in the first place so That's why I called you black asses. Bye.